Hello and welcome to Coffee with a Homeschool Mom. I'm Heidi Larson. On this episode, I visit with Jolene Maggard. I've known Jolene for quite a while. Our husbands worked together before either of us had kids. I admire Jolene because she's one of those moms who's doing a lot and doing it right. Actually, I was a little nervous about this conversation because of that. In fact, a mutual friend suggested I visit with Jolene because in her eyes, Jolene is a super mom. But don't let that scare you. She was super easy to visit with and we enjoyed laughing together. Jolene is your average busy mom of four girls. She knows that while education is important, building their character and spiritual lives is more important. She suggests good resources that you should definitely be sure to check out. But remember, just because this super mom is using those resources doesn't mean you have to. This is meant to encourage you as you homeschool your kids. Also, if you find encouragement from this, would you share it with other homeschoolers so they can hopefully be encouraged too? That's the whole point of this podcast, is to encourage you as you homeschool your kids and as you walk through this season. With that, listen in as I have coffee with a homeschool mom. So welcome, Jolene, to Coffee with a Homeschool Mom. Thanks so much again for being here. Why don't we start with what your kids' ages are, and we'll go from there. Oh, sure. Um, Caitlin is my oldest. She's 18. Um, Mackenzie is 16. Natalie is almost 14, and Regan is 8. Okay, so four girls. And so uh-huh. they're about, so you're graduating one. And I then am. the youngest one is finishing second grade. Okay, yep. so you've got a good range. <laughs> a big range. Yeah. <laughs> right away, I think, because um, I'm graduating one too, and if I had to go back, we would have done blah, 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 blah. So are, is your youngest experiencing that? Um, Sort of. We've changed some things where I'm definitely more laid back with her than I was with the first two. Um, But, yeah, I don't... I don't know if I'd change a ton, but a little bit. I definitely use different curriculum for what I started off with. I started off using Sunlight, which is a great curriculum, but a lot of reading. Um, and now we pretty much straight use Master Books. Okay. I do love that change in there. It's a lot less time intensive, but yet they still get quality education. Okay. So, yeah. I think that, I guess, is just the extreme of it, but... Huh. I don't know about master books. I don't know how to describe them. They're they're um, biblical worldview, but they the way they do their school is definitely more like getting the kids to not just rely on what's written right there in front of their faces. It's to dig deeper. So like some of the answers are in the book, but some of them they have to actually like find them elsewhere, um, whether it's in the Bible or encyclopedias or just Googling it and trying to find deeper answers to those questions. And the answer piece for the moms give a general idea of what they should be finding for those. Um, but I just, I love how it makes them dig mm-hmm. and that it is kind of an open and go program other than a few of their sciences. It's just open the book and go for parent and student. Oh. And I love that. <laughs> yeah. As you get more uh, students, then that's what you need is the yes. open and go. Yeah. Uh Neat. I've never heard of that. I'll have to check into that one. Um, 
sunlight is a very good one. And we started with that one too. And you're right. It's very, um, it lays, lays it all out for you, you know, so you just say this and, and do this and, um, yep. enjoyed that, but it wasn't, and it's all inclusive, I think, except for math maybe. Yep. And those are good points as well. Um, so that was going to be one of my questions. What are, what curriculum are you using? So we started with sunlight and now have moved to master books. Um, well, I like that idea too, of them having to search more, search more, and then having to critically think about what they're doing. Uh-huh. Well, good. Okay. Um, how did you start homeschooling? Like what was the, okay, that's the decision. <laughs> Um, well, Dirk always said we would homeschool, but uh, I always said no, <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> and then my sister started homeschooling and she um, would help with the beet harvest. And so I would have her kids during that and they decided to homeschool. So if I have them during beet harvest, that means I have to do the school. Mm -hmm. And I found out I did not hate it. I still don't love to teach kids to read. That is like not my favorite but we do it. <laughs> and I just found out I didn't hate it. And so then when Caitlin did get old enough, we, we decided to do it and we never did turn back. Just stayed with it. Okay. You didn't ever threaten, no threatening. That's it. And you're going to school or. Yeah, no, no. Maybe when I was mad at them, <laughs> they're not wanting to do their school. We're going to ship you off on the bus, but never actually would do that. No, no, no. <laughs> Why don't you tell me how your day usually goes? Do you have like a schedule? Do they, uh oh, I already see you like, oh my. <laughs> no, I'm a go with the flow kind of person. And so that's kind of like, they usually are up about eight and then they just get to do it in whatever they order they want. Okay. And they're usually done usually by lunch. So we don't really have a whole lot of structure. They just know what they have to do. Um, I do use a book where they keep track to make sure they get all the all the subjects needed in a day done. Um, but we're pretty, pretty laid back. I mean, Regan needs more help, but um, the other ones are pretty much on their own. Nice. So like they have like a to-do list that they check off every day or... Yeah, it's a it's a book by Not Consumed. I don't know if you've heard of oh, okay. her, notconsumed.com. Um, she actually has a lot of things that I absolutely love. Her Bible studies are amazing, but also so is her, um, um, it's a, I can't remember what the name of it is, but um, it's a booklet kind of for the mom to go through their hopes and dreams for the year. And it just makes you really think about why you homeschool and what you want to see in that. But they also have one that's for the kids um, where they can even um, oh, grab um, where they um, can do their needed subjects through the that they can work on, and it even has an evaluation that they give themselves of how they're sitting in certain character traits, and then the parent can evaluate as well. <laughs> so they use that. Wow, um, I have heard of the not consumed, but I haven't really looked into it. So how long have you been using that as well? Um, those pieces have just been this year. This was my first year using it, but I do plan on continuing it for next year. So like the one for the parent is something I actually work on during the summer. Okay. And so you have a game plan. Like it even has a part where you 
design your schoolroom. So like you draw in your desks or whatever. And so it's pretty in depth if you choose to use it that in depth. <laughs> Obviously I don't do super in depth school. <laughs> I'm more laid back. So I don't use all of those pieces of it, but the way it has you think through each kid to see what areas they need to strengthen, whether it's a academic or spiritual or even character based, like you can jot those things down for each specific kid and be able to work on those pieces as well, not just their schooling. And so yeah, it's been about a year and I just, I really, I really like it. And my kids like using the weekly checklist sets for them. It helps them just kind of manage their own without getting behind. So all of your girls have their own uh, uh -huh. book or is it like a three ring binder or is it a spiral notebook or? It's just a spiral notebook. I don't know if you can see it there, but it's just it. a, okay. just a small spiral notebook. And the one for me is more, it's like that, but it's a little squattier and thicker because okay. it's got more components inside of it. But they're, I love, I like things that touch nice too. And these are nice, they're heavy. They're not just going to break and fall off like tablets do. They're just really, they're, they're well-made and her story and right now I'm spacing on what her name is, but her story is awesome for why she even created the not consumed site and business. And it's, yeah, she's, she's a very smart homeschool mom. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to check her out because I probably need to be smarter as a homeschool mom. <laughs> so that's one of the questions um, I ask, how do you find encouragement? And so I suppose the not consumed, boy, we have home, you, the not consumed makes you do homework, makes the mom do homework during the summer. Oh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> Their break time. <laughs> I was thinking last week, like, I should maybe compile my summer read book list that I want to get done. And then I thought, you're probably not going to have any time to read during the summer, or at least maybe like, I was thinking, you know, like 10 books, and it's probably going to be maybe two, but <laughs> I do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you take a break in the summer then for the kids? I do. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we do too. Just because where we are, um, the summer is like, you know, two weeks long, it feels like where the winter is like, 10 months that yep. you feel like being outside is pretty short and lots of activities get jam-packed in those those things i think if we lived farther south in a more climate that was year-round summer then we might homeschool during the summer when it's 100 degrees outside but oh man we are yeah. uh we're compact for for time we're hard-pressed for nice weather up here yeah well, i used to feel guilty about oh we should do that all year or like oh we'll do like math once a day just half a half an hour it won't be that hard but that is the hardest thing to do it's like near impossible to get half an hour of math done a day it is it is they want to be free too and like you said yeah it's just such a short summer no we have to be free yeah yeah, yeah, there's too many plans going on, too, too much. And I think I have to keep reminding myself that learning doesn't occur just when the books are open. You know, uh -huh. it's, it's okay that you're learning about, I don't know, how to fish. And <laughs> those are important things too, especially yeah. up here. 
For sure, for sure. Life skills are good, and I do think it's something that's missed, especially in public schools. They're just gone so long that they just don't learn the everyday things. So they got to be free. Yeah, that's good. And then, yeah, time to let your brain kind of rest. Not that it's total pause on thinking, but a lot goes on, We, um, especially with ones who are trying to compact a lot of credits in a short amount of time. Like you just need a, a breather, I think, in there. Yeah. yeah. It's like finishing a, a an in-depth book, you know, and then you're like, okay, I need a just, um, just, I, I'm thinking of like a Amish love story or something that you don't have to think too hard on that you can just, your brain can just, okay, breathe. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So your husband said that you were going to homeschool and you, you kind of kicked against that. Not, he just really wanted this to, he wasn't ordering me to, but he, that's just what his heart was, is that that's what he really wanted to do. I don't know if I wouldn't have changed my mind first. I don't, I don't think he would have forced me to do it, but um, that was just his hope. Okay. Is he involved in any of the homeschooling? No, not really. Um, mostly just because he works all day and we like to be done with school during the day. So no, I mean, he'll go on some field trips with us when we do those, but for the most part, he's, well, I mean, he cares and he participates, but he's not part of the teaching process. Sure. The daily process. Sure. Um, he, my husband is more of the principal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I will bounce ideas off of him and uh, uh, that doesn't yeah. sound like a good idea. Yeah. Or that sounds <laughs> sure we can do that. So, yeah. <laughs> so with your oldest coming to the end this year of education, um, are you, uh, have you had any doubts of, am I doing enough? Um, n- no, uh, she said when she went for her first year, cause she's graduating with her, associates of arts degree as well um so when she went for her first year of that or freshman year of that she actually said that my school was a lot harder so i'm like okay i'm set then and i saw some of those answers that these students would give yeah (laughs) when you use texting slang and emojis to answer your college questions i think i think we're okay Texting, slang, and emojis like the like the aunt they asked the question and the the answer was IDK or like I don't know like okay they had a name for it but like all the students would have to participate on these like group discussions and I could not believe how they would write in our day you would have been totally funked for that right but this day different day okay <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Now we're starting to sound old though, Jolene, like back in my day, we would never be allowed to do that. We we kind of are getting old. (laughs) At least I am. Um, We've been talking actually in our school or around our table, we start with like a morning time and We've been talking the last couple of weeks about success. And I remember back in my day (laughs) in high school, um, writing out a definition of what was success to me. 
and I had this great dream of how I was going to be, you know, work and just from these hours so I could pick the kids up at, from school. Mind you, I didn't want to have any children at that time, but now we have three. Anyway, um, and then me trying to tell my children what success was. I mean, I, I remember writing down when I was in high school, um, to be happy was success to me. Yeah. Um, have you talked about that or do you? Uh... Um, a little bit. Um, more so in that it's not necessarily about you getting what you want, but it's also how you can contribute to others um, to be far more outward focused. I mean, yes, you got to do your own care, self-care and all that, but it's, I think God just rewards those who are looking out for others. And so I kind of am more of the opinion that you find your success in how you feel participating and giving to others. And some of your stuff just comes from that. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> Putting it into words is sometimes interesting. <laughs> it was just like a, hard, a question you hadn't thought about. Um, we've been talking about it and yet, I, well, especially when you are um, a, a normal teenager, the dreams and, oh, I want that. And, oh, I wish I had that. And it seems like the, um, you know, whatever it, whatever it is, this is going to be what, uh, what I want to do. And then I'll be able to afford these things. Um, uh, that's what, that's what an, um, an average, you know, teenager would say, um, and our house is not immune to that. And so trying to parent around that, uh, uh, has been interesting. Yeah. Um, and that I would totally put a plug in for too. Like if you have kids that just really are not really sure what they want to do, um, Sherry frame does a, I don't know, kind of a career test with them and that was very helpful for the parent as well as the child um they do like a well, somewhat personality test academic test all that ahead of time to going to her and then together you walk through all this and she'll give you a bunch of options that fall under different strengths that you have of what you could go into for a career and it gives you definitely out of the box thinking Caitlin wanted to be a helicopter firefighter. Uh, great, dangerous. Mom's like, no. And I'm very thankful when her pulmonologist agreed with me that an asthmatic should not be on top of the fire. <laughs> You're going to have slight difficulties. <laughs> breathing in fumes. Yep. But that idea came from that test, you know, just things that were things that you don't experience around here. Like you don't really see helicopter firefighters around here. <laughs> Hi. That's the, okay. So Sherry frame and where did you like find she, her? Creditsbeforecollege.com. Um, she's a lot of times at Mache. I know she's there this year if you're going to Mache. Um, and she she's a lot of the PSEO CLEP 
classes, but she also does where they can go and have help trying to figure out what what would fit into their hopes and dreams, especially if they don't have it. Or even some kids that do have it, but it, their dream doesn't really align with their strengths. And so it will help them more set up for success because that will also show them how that may not fit. It might be a dream, but it doesn't necessarily fit with the things that you are really good at. And it just helps them. It doesn't tell them they can't do it, but it helps them think through it differently to find out what do you really want to do. <laughs> Two questions. Did you do any classes with um, Caitlin, your oldest? She well, she could have with environmental science, but she chose not to. So no, she did not. Mackenzie might do some, um, but we just went straight PSEO with Caitlin. Okay. And that worked well for her. Okay. And now I forgot the second question. Oh, did you go to, so you found Sherry Frame at Mache, the homeschool conference, but then did you um, go to her specifically or you, or how did you? The yeah. And it was both Dirk and I and Caitlin met with her and there's parts where they ask the parents questions. Most of it's to the student, but some things, of course, you know, certain like even academic or personality traits come from the parents. So it even pulls all that into one package. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to look into that more. That might be a, that would probably be a really good, helpful um, resource. Oh yeah. She is a wealth of knowledge on any of that stuff. She also homeschooled her kids all the way through. Her kids are crazy smart. And I, I want to say they were, had already gone into their junior senior years of college before they graduated high school, but don't totally quote me on that. Um, but they just are very much excellers of kids. And so she's just, yeah, she's very wise. What if there are children that are not excellers? It would help that too. I know one of the stories that she told was a kid that didn't know what he wanted to do, um, but he came to her and one of the top listings in his set was a firefighter. And he was not aware that you could call that a career, but you can. He just didn't know that. And so his would have listed a lot of those more uh, technical classes, um, of, or not classes, but careers where it was more the doers of the of society. Right. I, I believe he became a firefighter with that because he just didn't know he could even call that a career. Cool. I'm going to have to check that out. That's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Sharing yep. frame. I had heard, sorry. I had heard of the credits before college, but with my oldest, we weren't doing any of that. So then, uh, that's kind of gone onto the back burner. But now we'll focus on the next one as she gets ready to cram all the credits in that she can. <laughs> yeah. Yep. She yep. gave a website that you could look at. To, so, like, if you picked a career, you could go into that career and find out the specifics on it, like roughly how much you'd be making a year how much schooling you had to have, all that kind of stuff. So it was, it was a helpful database to be able to explore into it further. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna look at that. I think every kid is different with that. Some, it would fit in well, some it's a little too intense for what they're ready for. Um, now I think Caitlin could totally do it after experiencing or not, well, she could have done it before, but she didn't want to push through it, which is fine. I'm not I'm not going to push them through it. But I think now after doing actual college classes, I think now she'd be like, oh, I totally clipped that one <laughs> or whatever. 
I wonder if CLEP is harder than college classes. Um, going only by the experiences of some friends of mine, there are certain classes where I would say the the online version anyway, because that's what we did. We didn't do in-person classes was easier than what the CLEP was. Um, more so because you have the instructor telling you whatever is going to be on the test versus sort of going by the practice test, hoping that's what's on the test. Um, but I think it's, yeah, it, it can go either way, but some of them definitely are harder than what you, they would be if you did it through the college. So our experience of this first one, you know, being like, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then the next one coming along and being like, I need to be doing this and I need to be doing that. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Just, you know, let's calm down for one thing. Yes, it's good to have a plan, but, you know, things will, things will work out. And I read, um, what book did I even order off of eBay? And I was, I can't remember the name of it, but I was reading it and I was like, I could feel my heart like, like we are not doing enough. We need to be like, get on this. And then I'm like, I think everything will just fall into place. They will do what they're going to do. Um, we don't have any going to an Ivy League school. You know, if we did and if, or if she wanted to, then we would take those other necessary steps of doing college level classes in sophomore year. But uh, so, I, you know, like I'm in between a hard, rock and not a rock and a hard place, but on one hand, I want you to excel in what you're doing and, you know, do what you can. And then the other hand, I'm like, I forget it. You know what? You probably know more than I did when I graduated high school. <laughs> so you're, you're good. You're right. Good. You know, there, there's, she's a, uh, she's finishing her sophomore year. Yeah. 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 Um, so there's, I, I, I'm always in that. Are we doing enough? And then, oh yeah, we're way, we're, we're so good, you know, like just doing that, not hard nose, but like, we've got to do this and we've got to do this. And then that lasts for, you know, however long. And then, then it comes back around and, and is like, I forget it. You know what? Just go on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I think, I think sometimes, especially kids that are kind of more the type A get her done kind of, can kind of put undue pressure on themselves that they have to hit some certain mark. And I'm all, I am, I will always be a firm believer in this is the only time you get to be a kid. Once you grow up, all the realities are now no longer an option. So be a kid while you can and let us be the ones that are stressed instead because you, you don't get to redo this and 18 comes in the blink of an eye. <laughs> no kidding. I was just talking with my mother-in-law about, and we were looking at um, grad pictures of my oldest and something about 18 years. And I'm like, that went fast, didn't it? She's like, oh yeah, good grief that did, you know, <laughs> really fast. So just even at the end of the school year, you know, we were going to go on to, you know, the end of May, you know, and we're huh. going to get this done. And we're going to like at the beginning of May, I'm like, okay, where are we sitting for each subject on each kid? And then that got pushed up about two weeks and I was like, 
we'll catch it again another time. We're going to be fine. May is coming on just, um, and just realizing too that some students are done learning before the school year is done. <laughs> uh, yep. They put in all the information that's going to go in. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> like we talked about before, just um, summer is way compacted here that we need a few more days to get her all in. Summer starts earlier and earlier, it seems. Anyway, so all of your girls are pretty high motivated, like your first one? Yep. Yep. First, for sure, my first and my third. Um, my second needs a little more prodding, but she'll get it done too. On her with her with on her own mostly. I don't have to really stay right with them. They'll come to me if they need help, but for the most part, it's all on their own. That's impressive. I <laughs> said <laughs> it's master books. It really helps. <laughs> and then yeah, I'm gonna have to check out both of them. Um, yeah, not that I would change curriculum being where we are right. now. But yep. um, maybe so my my last one is going to be, you know, like junior high age or he's, he's in there. And then the first one is graduating and um, then the middle one is, um, yeah, looking at trying to get some college college uh -huh. in. And um, actually, she wants to, like, get her high school done so she can have a gap year. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, gap years are fine, but why are you trying to race to the gap year? Like, can we like spread school out in a more enjoyable couple next couple years and then have a gap year? But like you were saying, you know, let I'm trying to, you know, you're you're only 16. We can uh -huh. just wait on those on the on that gap year, but it's her personality is plan out let's get it done um and i keep trying to tell her too like did you learn anything though once you you know like crammed in all that science class did you learn anything well yeah like mm, i'm not sure <laughs> you know like to learn it and not just learn it for a test you yeah. know yep. yeah not just for the check mark at the end yeah yep but she's yeah. very much just learn it for the check mark, you know, learn it for the test. And I'm not 100% sure that that's a, that I'm, I think it's a personality. Mm -hmm. Yep. I agree. And we would like to have them learn, you know, enjoy learning and learning it so that they know it. But this, uh, some personalities are not, are not like that. And I think I'm, saying it as I'm thinking it. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> this is a revelation to me. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I think that's yeah, it's definitely a personality base. And I think it's somewhat a maturity base. Because even you as a mom know, like I'm learning things from their school that I'm sure I learned in school. I just didn't care. Where now it's it catches in there and you're like, Oh, that is pretty cool. And I think they're the same way. There's certain things where it will just be for the check mark, but 
not other things. Some things will actually be ingrained in them. And for me, that's the things that are more spiritual based. The academic, they can choose to learn that later. But for me, my goal is to have them rooted in God as much as I on my own can. And the rest of it will be up to them. They can they can do that, but at least they have the things that will make them strong in Christ and have those rootings firm. Again, thinking as I'm talking. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> it sounded good. It sounded good. <laughs> I would assume you're not the, um, your like to-do list or you're not consumed. Um, booklets are good. Like you said, they are a good uh, tracker or I don't know the right word, but um, of how they're doing spiritually, like you said, you wanted them more grounded in Christ. And that would be a more, um, I kind of feel like uh, in Minnesota, we have to test every year and it's not like to see how good you are in math or whatever, but it's a good thing for the mom or teacher to be like, okay, so we didn't do very well in math. Maybe we need to bump up our math or whatever it is, or our, um, yeah, whatever it is, we need to bump that up next year when we come back. Um, but as a mom and you being with them every day, you know what areas in their spiritual lives that like, oh, you're really not good at being positive or, you know, being joyful around others or, you know, serving. But there's not like a test, you know, for us to give once you're like, oh, you're really failing in, <laughs> you know, this, right. this fruit of the spirit. You already know that. But I would um, think that you're that not consumed booklet or whatever tablet um, would be a kind of a guide and okay, we maybe need to work in serving yep. others. Yep. Sure. Well, and the student, um, the weekly, uh, the student record and plan or yeah, record and planner that the kid uses, um, it's got six things that they evaluate themselves on. And so the first one is shows Christian attitude and behavior. The next one is turns in quality schoolwork. Shows brotherly love and affection, uses time wisely, shows initiative and independence, and shows respect for authority. And they get to rate themselves on a five-star basis, and then the parent goes in and gives a rating on that as well. Okay. Um, so it makes them, well, from my side of it, it makes them own it and think about what they are seeing too. Because we can tell them all the things, but until they see it, nothing changes. You can discipline, you can whatever, but they have to, they have to see it for it to be a total heart change. And so I think it just helps them just daily be paying attention to what am I doing? You know, do, am I caring about my brother or do I just shove him out of the way? You know, <laughs> I think there's so many things there that they can, they can own themselves and they don't need us. I guess they need us to steer them, but they don't need us to make all those choices for them. And yeah, I just like how it makes you think, but the parent one has that kind of in there too. Like it's more, it's more broad than that. Like the parent gets to put in what they want. She'll give sample pages of what her kids have had on there and what she's put in for her kids. I mean, um, but um, it's a little more broad so that you spend time in prayer and thinking over each kid independently to find out what you're seeing. Cause a lot of times I think our days just get away on us. And you might see those things, but you don't take time to necessarily ponder them deeply 
and go through it just a little more fine-tuned. And writing things down makes me remember, oh, yeah, I have to do that. Yeah. Yep. More conscious, yep. conscious of doing it. Yep. And you can look back, and each kid is separate in there. There's enough pages for eight kids. Only have four. So, yes, I have lots of blank pages in there. But then it doesn't matter. I just like how it – I like how it made you think through each kid. Sure. It will be weird to not have a page for my oldest next year. That part will be a little sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. Hmm, I'm going to have to look into that. I'm really interested in that. That'll be cool. Uh, do you think the not consumed that would, in your opinion, would, could push some kids to feeling over guilty? If that makes sense. Um, part would come in. So if you see the kid rating themselves low in those things and you know that that's not true, that's when you get to speak truth to them because the devil does love to get in there and lie to those kids just like their mamas. And you can tell them differently. Like, you, why would you rate yourself as a one? Because I just saw you do this and this and this that were all good things. And you can contradict the lies that that child is believing. And so I find that they might kind of kick themselves and get guilty based, but you can balance that out with truth. What if you have a child who is maybe a one in brotherly love? And <laughs> <laughs> I think you can give them opportunities to practice. <laughs> <laughs> we do that at our house too. Like that was not very joyful or positive. You get to say three other things now that are joyful and positive. Please, yep. I am waiting patiently listening to you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Or you aren't getting along. Why don't you guys go like into a confined spot and try to get along? Because right. yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, switching gears here a little bit, but your kids are involved in sports with the local school. Um, with the local private school, yep. They do sports with Hillcrest Lutheran Academy here in town. Um, they they do a variety of sports. Right now I have one double sporting. That's intense. She's doing softball and track, and I have another one that's also in track. But otherwise, they do basketball and volleyball throughout the other parts of the year. Double sporting right now. Oh, that – do you try to make it to everything? No. No, I go to the ones that are in town or close to town. And sometimes like today, I actually have a softball game in Ashby and my other kid has a track meet in Barnesville. And so we're splitting. Dirk's going to one and I'm going to the other. But um, for for the double sporting, it's impossible to be obviously at both. Um, um, so we, But we try and get to most of them, but not all of them. There's some that are like over an hour away. And I, no, I don't go to those. <laughs> Have you guys been part of a co-op or anything? Um, throughout the years, yes. Uh, for the last two, um, we haven't. There really wasn't one in town. The one we had it kind of disbanded. It just, it just was time to take a break there, but for no reason other than just getting people to teach was a struggle. Um, but we have been through, I find them very important. We've been in probably three or four throughout the years. Um, I think it's important for the kids to have instruction in controlled environments with other 
people telling them what to do. I do think that helps the parent side. And it also helps you see what you are teaching them and if they're carrying that out into the outside world. I do like to have that as a gauge where they are responsible to somebody else and you get to see what their behaviors are for that. Um, yeah, we. I think co-ops are definitely a good thing if you have some near you to participate in. Ours did the same thing. We had a small co-op um, with just like a few families in it and then it, it got to be a lot of, yeah, finding... Um, you're already busy at home and then trying to, you know, have stuff ready or prepared to, to teach when you get together or, or just scheduling things. Yeah, it just kind of gets to be a lot. And then you're, um, it usually happens as kids get older that they don't participate in co-op. And that's maybe when they need the um, more more kids around them, yeah. you know. And I agree. So, yeah. When the kids feel, they just naturally find friends. Once they hit that seventh-ish grade, it's definitely different for the ease of finding your people. Yeah. It, we've found that, too. Once you can drive, though, then it's a lot easier. <laughs> it is. <laughs> True. <laughs> and find your people and then hang out with your people. Yeah, that's it's a lot easier when you have your license. Yeah, it is. That's kind of a scary, not scary, weird mom moment as well. The uh, kids getting license and they can just, is it okay if I go to so-and-so? Like, I yeah, I, I, I guess. And then to watch <laughs> them drive away is like, oh, no. What did we do? <laughs> That's where the find my phone app on your phone is helpful. You can watch them go there. <laughs> I just did that last night. Where are you? <laughs> you should probably be here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Being a homeschool mom and all the other hats you wear isn't enough. Didn't you like foster children too? I did. Yep. We did that for about seven years. Um, we did take a break this year just because some of the kids just don't, um, I mean, they come in with things and so you can't always go to sporting events and that if they don't do well with crowds or just you need them to get feeling stable with you. And so we did take a break this year just because I didn't want to miss any of Caitlin's games and that kind of stuff. But we do, we do plan on going back into it again at some point. Um, it's definitely the most challenging thing you will ever do, but it's also the most rewarding. It's very nice to be able to love on some kids that don't always have that or the ones that do have love, but need a little extra help. Do you think everyone should do it? I mean, like, would you, um, um, it's not for everybody to be a foster parent, but I do think everybody and help a foster parent because it is different. It's, I mean, they come in, they come in with stories and lives, things that are totally different than what you maybe have ever experienced yourself. And so you have to walk them through some pretty challenging things, um, especially if they're older ones. Um, but so it almost takes a village just for the foster care part, not even counting your biological children. 
Um, and so I think people can definitely help foster parents, even if they're not called to be a foster parent themselves, even if it's just coming over and playing with the kids so you can have an hour of nothing or bringing a meal. It can be a variety of things. Um, I think that way, yeah, they can definitely help, even if they're not called to be one. Do you mostly do smaller, younger children or teenagers? I, pre I prefer youngers. Um, I just do, I love little kids. I love all kids, but the little kids are, in my terms, easier. Um, just the ways, when they're little, you can just pick them up and distract them. When they're older, it's a little bit more, just like your own children, battle of the wits. And so that's definitely not something I love so much. Um, I did have a few olders. Um, some of them I still have contact with to this day. Um, so even that was rewarding. But yeah, the younger ones are just, for me, they're easier. But I have friends that do way better with older kids. So even that's kind of a personality and skill level part that would judge that. Um, I don't think you'd necessarily know unless you tried um, both to know which one's actually your skill. It is nice when they're older and they can do everything for themselves. That part's handy. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a journey. So uh, did you miss it this year? Um, parts of it. Yeah. I'm just being in, being able to par and pour into their lives. The schedule that it brings to your life, not so much. That's a little bit hard in homeschool land because you we don't just simply send our kids to school. And so sometimes they're throwing appointments in at you that you have to fit into your schedule, even though it may not be a most the most convenient day for you. And so there's definitely some struggles. I had some in my team um, that were great at paying attention to how my day generally goes. I may be a stay-at-home mom, but we do not just sit around and eat bonbons. There is, <laughs> there is things to be done. <laughs> and so I had some that definitely tried to work with me, and I had others who just did not. And you just had to make it work. And so then you did have to fight for yourself a little harder. And that part's not, that's not easy or fun. But it's mostly because they just don't get it. There's still, I mean, homeschool is definitely more popular now than it ever has been, but a lot of people have no idea what that really looks like. And so you do have to give a lot of grace because they just have no idea. But yeah, it's tricky. <laughs> okay, Jolene, I know you have things to do, but last question, most important probably, what's for supper? <laughs> um, sack lunches because we're all out at games. <laughs> so there's nothing exciting by the end of sports season, because we go from volleyball to basketball to now softball and track, it's a whole lot, lot of sack lunches and everybody is ready for summer grilling food or something. Yes. Today is sack lunches. <laughs> sack lunches. And I suppose that's uh, that takes planning, but it's a lot uh, cheaper than, okay, here's five bucks, try and get something at McDonald's or, yeah. Well, and it's not an option because most of the schools, at least for softball anyway, there isn't concessions available. And yeah, it does get expensive when you do how many people? Six people. <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely cost effective to change and use the sack lunches. Um, but yeah, you kind of get tired of the cold lunch. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. 
that's I that's another thing about the the summer is the grill comes out and we can grill and it's easy and not as many dishes usually. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well thank you for oh. taking time to chat with me and share about your your journey through homeschooling. So thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah.